right, all right. Welcome back to Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. It's your man Hendo here. And today we have something a little bit different. Uh, my patrons and, you know, a couple of ones of people asked for a Saturday night stream hanging with Hendo. Especially, I'm not going to say who, but, you know, oh, I'm sorry, you know, and, and Brodney, they've been just slamming me with requests to do something on a Saturday night. So I said, all right, tonight is the night that I'm going to give it a try. We are going to sit here, see what happens with it. It's not going to be predominantly football. We're going to talk about whatever we need to talk about. We may have some certain topics queued up, but we will also be going into the chat to see what you guys want to talk about. It's just a hangout. You know, it's nothing on TV right now. NFL's done. Basketball, uh, a little iffy. So, you know, we're just going to get this thing started. So let me introduce my co-host, or shall I say my co-host for the moment, because I guess the lineup is not really set right now. Um, first off, Miss Raven herself, Yolanda B. right here with me. How are you today? I like it that you caught it. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for Good. showing up. Oh, and, and there is something on television tonight. There's the XFL. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go watch the Orlando Guardians, tune in. All right. Also, we have here my man, Dre, Mr. Galloway from Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway. How you doing, sir? What's up? What's up? How are you both? How y'all doing? Doing well. Doing well, awesome. Dre. Awesome. How are you? I am well. Good to be seen. Good to be seen. Yeah. I like yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's see who we got up here in the chat because I honestly didn't really expect anybody to show up. We got my man Brandon Basil in here. Brandon got his head in his ice cream. Listen, even on sober, non lactose days, Brandon chooses violence in each and every stream that he's a part of. I don't know why. I don't know what provokes him, but he just chooses violence every single time also we got my man first muthana what's going on first thank you for dropping by davon's in the house hey ain't heard from you in a minute bro yeah, i haven't seen busy. you in a while davon indeed indeed we got coach evans in the house sip the tally films okay. make sure y'all drop by check them out if you haven't i'm sure you have big reg what's going on he said death stare yeah, that's the stare that I, that's the stare, that's the stare that I be giving them because you know some people don't know how to talk to me sometimes. Wow. Yeah, mm. man. I can feel that one, Reg. Big Reg. I feel the death stare. Facts, facts, facts. My oldest, my oldest child, my baby girl, Jazzy. How you doing, Jazz? Thank you for dropping Hi, by. I don't even know if you remember Dre. What's my up, old, Jazz? You were, you were young. Yes. You were young, young, young. Yes. Was, this, this was rolling road. Yes. Rolling road young. Yeah. Lunch break hot take in the house. Well, well, well. What's going on, Jose? Um, thank you for stopping by. Listen, if you don't, if you have not already, make sure you go over to lunch break hot take, subscribe, like dope brothers, dope content. In actuality, I got on that shirt. I know you like the shirt, it's the black butterfly, Baltimore City. It's from lunch break hot take. Make sure you drop by there, check out some of their merch. Yeah, that shirt is fire, bro. I had indeed. to get one, indeed, indeed. Danity's in the house. How you doing, Danity? Hanging with Hendo and friends. Welcome to the stream. Yes, everybody. So, like I said, we're just going to be here. We're just going to talk some talk. It doesn't necessarily have to be about sports, football. It could be about anything. Um, I do believe that Yolanda has a couple of topics 
that she wishes to discuss. I could be wrong. I'm not certain because the look on her face is like, what? What are you talking about? Brian, what's going on? I mean, I could always talk about something. I'm sure we can, you know, muster up something to talk about. True. He said, Dre, it's been a while. I don't know if you remember who Brian is. He went to maintenance. Brian. He was in Howard. He went to maintenance. Do you think oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, B? How you doing, bro? You know, you forget all the people, bro. I know. In my old age. You know, old age <laughs> 21. I just turned 21, y'all. You just turned 21? Yes. For the second time. Yeah, I mean, that must be 19. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get the show started because we don't plan on being here long. This is kind of like a, this is kind of like a, when you hit security mall and you first walk in, you walk past shoe stores, you get to the food court, and the guy comes out with the sticks, the little testers. This mm -hmm. is kind of like a tester stream just to see if it's worthy of continuing. You know, we want to do it further on. Um, you know, I'm not too sure. I'm not all real big on streaming and to do extra streams. And, you know, hopefully y'all don't expect me to stream tomorrow. Oh, this is not in lieu of tomorrow's stream. That's, this is not, this is in addition to. Okay. Yeah. So I think everybody is going to be expecting that seven o'clock stream tomorrow night. I don't think anyone is thinking, <sighs> oh, this is, in, you know, taking the place or substitution for tomorrow's stream. I don't think so. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to speculate. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume, but you know. Um, Exhibit A. Somebody, Thanks, somebody, somebody may not have watched the stream last week when I said that I might change the time to eight o'clock. So somebody must not have watched it if they're talking about seven o'clock tomorrow. <clears throat> busted. I didn't say I did watch it though. So uh, how can I be busted? Facts. Duly noted. Do wait, 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 wait. Give me one second. One second, please. And this is for my lunch break. Hot take people that already know what this is about. <laughs> Gotcha. Window in his notepad, uh, his notebook. They they tease me because I write in a notebook instead of putting it on the phone or the iPad. You know what I'm saying? They tease me. All right. So really, yes, your lawn is always choosing violence. Brandon, yeah. how you doing tonight? Why am I the one choosing violence? Because it's you. It's you. Yeah, Dan. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I was talking to the other Brandon. Security. Security, okay, that brand, Security Mall. Yeah, you know, it's close by when you kind of need something real quick. We don't really, didn't they open up a Chick-fil-A or something there? Yeah. I haven't been there in years. Security. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. It's been like three, two or three years since I've been, probably since before COVID. Oh, okay, all right. So let's jump into this first topic that someone wanted to discuss that's acting like it's just such a surprise to them. Eat gads. My God, what what are we doing? I don't talk like that. But I didn't say it was you. You did. You snitching on yourself. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm certain it wouldn't have been Dre. Dre, do you you don't sound like that, do you? You don't not at all. Okay, so then that by process of elimination. Uh all right. So I'm gonna start with you, Dre. What's up? What's up? Before I before I get into my speech. Or, or my diatribe, uh, my, my soliloquy, soliloquy, if you will, on this subject. So someone wanted to know 
what it was like growing up Baltimore. Oh man. And you know, we talk about this quite often, like off camera. We have a lot. We just had a discussion. When did we when did we record? Thursday night? Yeah. We just had a discussion about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun times. Fun right. times. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I love growing up in Baltimore, man. You know, for all that don't know, I'm from East Baltimore. My bro is from West, you know, but growing up was dope, man. It was dope, man. We had the uh the playgrounds once upon a time. I don't know where they at now. The rec centers, remember the rec centers? Yeah, yeah, we had the rec centers, man. We had Silver Moon. I don't know Ooh. if that's still around. Oh, Silver Moon. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Crazy Johns. Crazy Johns. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. So, so fun times. Fun times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking to school. We all did that, the whole neighborhood. Remember that? Yeah. 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 So growing up was dope. Growing up was dope in Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, you died. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was that's what you're gonna give us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I I can go into details, you know. That's the whole point of this discussion. This, this, listen, growing up, Baltimore isn't about picking points and places and, and things. It's about how you grew up, or what the city did for you, or how the city molded you into who you are as a person today. That's what pretty much what growing up Baltimore is about. Well, man, over east, you know, we used to play sports in the street. You know, the alleys. We used to do that a lot. You know what I mean? Scully, you remember Scully? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for all that don't know what Scully is, man, we would take milk jug cartons. I mean, milk jug tops, juice tops, put tar in them, put wax in them. And we would go in the alley and make this board. It was a Scully board. Google it if you get a chance. Maybe I'll put that on IG. And man, we would spend hours, literally hours, playing Scully. Remember that, yo? I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here you go. Other than that, sports, riding the bike, you know, just just typical kid stuff. You know what I mean? Corner stores. Corner stores was big in the city. Every corner had a store, like it had a liquor store, like it had a church. So we would hang out at the liquor store. I mean, hang out at the corner store. I mean, you know what I mean? Pitching pennies. Did you pitch pennies? Yeah, we pitched pennies. Yeah, we pitched pennies. Got penny candy, penny cookies. Yeah, lemon heads, noun laters. You know, fun times. Fun times. I don't know. When I think about growing up, you know, in in Baltimore, I just think about reminiscing. You know, right. good childhood, you know. Mm. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, so for me growing up in Baltimore, I mean, you know, I guess it's a little bit different when you've been through it your whole life. And like Dave all said, you survived it. So you may react to it if you may have come from somewhere else and grew up. For me growing up in Baltimore, it was... It was a tale of 
kind of two lives, if 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 I say. Um, in the beginning, I grew up in Murphy Holmes Projects, mm-hmm. and when I say it was a different time back then, it was truly a different time because I can I can vividly remember living in a high rise building. I think we lived on like the 17th floor, 24th floor, something like that. I can remember being four years old and I would go down to the corner store by myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody messed with you. Right. You did what you had to do. You crossed the streets. Like we didn't have all of the things that these, these kids have nowadays or the restrictions or just the worry that somebody might kind of scoop you up, snatch you. We didn't have that. So that molded me in a sense because I learned a sense of independence as mm-hmm. a ba- as a baby, because I was still I was still a baby. Um, I remember I stole a pack of gum out the store. I do remember that it was a, it was the zebra stripe uh, zebra stripe gum. I don't know why I did it. I just not, did it. Not to cut you off. Funny story. Now you want to talk? Now I want to talk. You sparked something <laughs> with the corner store. So everybody had a corner store in that neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. So. My homies, we would go to the corner store in our neighborhood. We ain't had no money. You know, that's why we was pitching pennies outside. So one of us could get some money to, you know, take money from the other kid. Right? They would go in the store every day, come out with bags of chips, candy or whatever. Every day. So I was like, man, how are y'all getting all this stuff? We kids, y'all don't have no money. Like, we go in there stealing. So one day I get brave enough to stay nervous is I don't know what. Right. So I go into the store. Mind you, you know, in the neighborhood, everybody know each other. So they know our parents. I don't know why I did it. But so I go in the store, pick up a pack of cookies. Mm-hmm. So nervous. I get all the way to the end of the to the to the store door. They drop right out of my pocket. <laughs> They drop right out of my pocket. Butterfingers. Yeah. So, you know, the store owner, he knew me. He knew my parents. I begged him not to tell my parents. Right. And for whatever reason, because back then we ain't had no cell phone. By the time I got home, my parents already knew what happened. So y'all know what happened with that. But, it, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. So, you know, everybody oh. got away with it but me. So I'm an honest guy. That's all that no, no, no. Right, Yolanda. I'm a, I'm an honest that's guy. Good, you know, like yeah. telling me a story. I said, "Oh, that's good." You know. So, yeah. Wait a minute. I so wasn't you, good at it. Wait at a minute. All. Wait yeah. a minute. You're an yeah. honest. You're an honest guy because you got caught. An you honest thief. I'm First, an honest. Exactly. Both of y'all exactly. stop it. You got yes. caught stealing. You got caught mm-hmm. stealing. How are you honest? Because if it hadn't fallen out your pocket, you'd have got away with it, and you'd have been a thief. So how are you honest? Because 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 he did not cross the threshold of the exit way. And it wasn't it wasn't my choice. It wasn't my choice. (laughs) To become a thief, you got to cross the exit way. Mm -hmm. And so because he did not cross that threshold, by definition of Mm -hmm. the word thief, he is not one. Had he made it across that threshold and those chips or whatever fell out of his, you know, fell off of his person, he -hmm. would have then been a thief. Exactly. exactly. But because it happened, you, the, the the point and the place in which it happened is important. Mm-hmm. And so kudos to you for not becoming a thief. Thank so, you. Thank you. So if I go to a store mm-hmm. right now and I try to steal something, 
as long as I drop it before I cross that threshold, I can't be yes. charged. No, because you no, haven't you, even if, stolen, even right. if, you haven't even stolen anything. Oh, you have okay. not crossed the path of whatever line of that they you know create at the store until you cross that threshold. You are not you're just walking around in the store. So if you exactly. walk around in the store concealing, and you have multiple goods. items in your hand or in your cart and you go to a different aisle, are you a thief? You send a cart? If you have a cart, if you have it in your hand, if you right. have it in the shopping bag, no matter how you have it on you. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you don't uh, exit that store, you are not a thief. No, all right. it's all about intent. Right. It's not about intent. It takes more. Never mind. We're not going to go there. We're not. Right. We're, we're not. We're, we're not going there. We're not going there. But trust me, I would win that one. I promise. What's, you. Going, what's going on, Brian? I promise. All, all right. So. But I didn't grow up here. So that was why mm. I was asking that question. I'm not yeah. from here. Yes. So. Second part of my life. Um, we moved in with my grandmother. And I, I've told you this story before, Dre. Like Dave Chappelle said, we were just rich enough to be the poorest middle class family in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I got molded from the most because I learned from my grandmother. She was so selfless. Mm -hmm. And she did for everybody. She took care of her kids. She took care of her sister's kids. She took care of her grandkids. And she did everything for us. And I, I thank her for putting me in a situation where I was in a different environment than when I started. Mm. Now, it when I was younger, I had anger issues. Like my temper was, was lightning quick. Mm -hmm. And that was because, once again... I was I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood on the borderline of Mount Washington. So you cross into Mount Washington, that's where them big homes are, that's where them, them rich people are. And they there was an issue with those kids from that side because technically I was this little poor boy, but I was smarter than everybody else innately. Like I don't know where I get it from, and, but they were jealous that how can this guy who doesn't have anything come in here and know more than I do with all the privilege and all the tutors and all the all this other stuff. So that just made me angry because I'm looking at these other kids and I'm like, man, everything they want, they get. I'm walking mm. around with, with holes in my shoes. Hmm. I'm walking around with, with uh, my pants. Every time we wash them, they get high and high because the threads just keep coming out of them. But for me, I love it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I love it because it molded me into the person that I am today. You, uh, you know, yeah. I'm sorry. Here I go cutting you off. My bad. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Okay. You, you know, it's funny you said that because when I was a kid, I didn't realize that my parents was, you know, just making ends meet or whatever. I was just a kid. I didn't realize any of that until I went to school. And they like, well, what you got on? What kind of sneakers are those? You know, what kind of jeans are those? I didn't know. You know what I mean? So it's funny, you know, that you mentioned that. There's nothing funny about that. But it's like when you're in the comforts of your loved ones, they love you for who you are. You know what I mean? Not necessarily what you got on or whatever. It's not until you out in the world. You know what I mean? And they start pointing out stuff to you, you know? Right. So... You know, I guess going on, going on that route, once I went to school, you know, I realized stuff about myself, whether it was my physical appearance, 
whether it was whatever I had on, you know what I mean? And they pointed all these things out to me. You know, I'm not going to tell my age, but I came up in a time we ain't even closed the door. I mean, we ain't locked the doors. Right. You know what I mean? You know, we ain't even had screen doors. I hope my mother ain't looking at this. She'll kill me. You you know how you got the (laughs) the screens in the windows? Windows just wide open. A bird could fly in the window. We ain't had no screens. You know what I mean? But, you know, we were happy. We had, you know, we ate. You know, I came from love and all of that. It wasn't until Mm -hmm. I went to school and was in the world, you know, and people started pointing stuff out to me. And, you know. That's special. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that like yourself, you know, you go to school and you had these challenges and, you know, stuff like that. And you start looking at stuff. You start going home questioning your parents. You know, they're doing their very best. So, you know, and well, then, you, you know, when you're older, you look at it and you say, man, we were all poor. We lived in the same neighborhood. Facts. None of us had more <laughs> than the other. So why were they teasing me? Well, you know? well we've had we've had this discussion before and they were projecting. You know, they found somebody that they felt may have been in a worse situation than they were. So they had to make themselves feel better. But I'm going to tell you like this. A meal wasn't guaranteed. I've had sleep for dinner many a night. Mm. It was midnight, like, hey, what we got tonight? Sleep again? Yeah, that last two nights. Mm. Oh well. You know, and that's why, and like I said, that's why now when we speak and we talk about certain things, I don't want for anything. I don't need fashion. I don't need tennis. I don't need the latest car. I don't need any of that stuff because I'm used to not having. And I'm darn sure not going to break myself trying to impress people outside because that's all we're doing we're trying to impress people outside it's it's not even really for us for a lot of us it's to show it's the kind of it's the kind of i made it mentality mm-hmm. you know what i mean like look i know back in the day i was poor and y'all was joking me and clowning me look at me now right. look at what i'm driving you know at our job we go to houses where dudes is drive to this morning dudes is driving maseratis mm-hmm. but live in a house that got boards on the windows. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It's a it's a stat, it's a sad state of affairs. You know, I if I'm honest with myself, I got caught up in a materialism game, you know. I still love sneakers to this day. I'm a sneaker head for all that don't know. I love, love, love sneakers. But it probably came from being teased when I was young, you know. You, you're funny. You know, when I was young, we would go to the store as kids. Your mom say, well, you like this? I'm like, yeah, I like that. I like this. I like that. I just got things because I liked it. But right. then when you go to school, when they point things out, it's like you're getting these things because other people think they're cool. You yes. know what I mean? So I just, I, I'm sorry. I just realized something. I just realized something. It just clicked with me. Like the conversations that we've had, it just clicked with me. So your upbringing and everything that you went through, the tease and the story that you told me the other night, mm-hmm. which was, I wish you would tell that story. Hilarious. But I know, I understand. I understand yeah. why you won't yeah. tell it. But it, it finally clicked to me. All that you went through with those situations, this is why you buy homeless shoes. This is why you have, this is why you wear the Kanye West homeless shoes because you think back to your childhood and it brings up memories. That's that's the connection. I like Yeezys. 
You know that? Oh my God! No, he did. <laughs> you like what? I'm sorry. I like I like Yeezys, Kanye sneakers. So oh. I shared that with Hendo. I got a few pair. You know, and you know that's Hendo's favorite rapper of all times. Don't let him fool you. He loves Kanye. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. he loves. Okay. It. Yeah. So he, te he teases me about buying his sneakers. I don't buy his clothes, but I do have a few pair of his sneakers. Okay. So, so that's an ongoing joke with us. So you don't ever, pay him no mind. You ever see a, your lawn? Do you ever see a homeless man walking around with holes in his in his sneakers and like his toes are sticking out? That's how Kanye designs his shoes, and people buy them. They look um, like I, I don't necessarily know that I can recall a time when I saw a, a homeless person's. Um, toes well, I mean, out of their yeah. I'm not saying if it's not happened. I'm just not saying I can't recall. Oh, no, okay. Well, just picture, just picture some shoes that somebody just took some scissors to and was just like, snip, 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 snip. <clears throat> voila, voila. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, he, Jose wants to know, do you own the Yeezy Crocs? No, not the Crocs, but I do have the slides. I do have the slides. You got the, or you got... were he implying that they are the Crocs? Hmm. You got the Yabba Dabba Doos? I do have them. They like the, Flint, they the like Flintstone shoes. I don't know. For some reason, I've never really um, worn tennis shoes. Okay. Except if I'm going to, yeah. Except if I'm going to like the gym. Gotcha. Like, but gotcha. I, you know, those are gym shoes. I don't know if they're the same thing. Tennis gotcha. shoes, gym shoes. Are they the same? They're are all they the tennis. Mm -hmm. Sneakers, okay. kicks. Okay. There you go. Whatever the kids yeah. call them nowadays. Mm. There you go. So I what? I own two pair. So nice. So. Yolanda, for you, what was it like for you growing up outside of this area? Um, okay, so we'll keep it totally 100. So I'm from, for those that don't know, I'm from Florida. And um, I moved to Maryland, the DMV area, you maybe... Six seven years ago, something like that, and growing up where where I came where I came from, um, it was like I would hear stories about Baltimore, and what I heard was that it was a really rough area. Um, there was a lot of crime. There was a lot of, um, I guess, just unrest in the city, mm -hmm. and so that was kind of my understanding of Baltimore. And I mean, I came here when I was young, like a you know family vacation. Hmm. I came to visit, you know, we went to DC and I think my, my parents took us to, um, to the Harbor. And, but that was when I was really, really young. So no, not Broward County. I'm from Orlando. I'm from Orange County and go ahead and watch the Orlando guardians. They're playing tonight on XFL. So if you are just really interested in seeing my hometown, my home team, and I think there's a Raven who plays on the team, I believe. It's, it's, I think it's a couple. former Raven. Yeah. It's either that team or the DC. I think we're playing DC tonight. So, but anyway, so um, when I, I guess as I got older and um, had more life experiences and then actually came to visit up here maybe a couple of years before I, I moved, I thought, wow, this is so, so great. This is so nice. I love it here. This is wonderful. Cause there were so many, I went downtown. I was in downtown mm -hmm. um, Baltimore and there were so, I love to shop. 
Mm-hmm. I, I love, I love, um, you know, going to any any place that I can go to spend some money on stuff nice. I probably don't need. <laughs> so there was so many shops and there were so many, you know, like restaurants. It was just so rich in culture. So I was like, oh my gosh, like all this time, I thought that Baltimore was just this really rough place and it's just not. Okay, well then I moved here, hmm. you know, fast forward. And then I moved here and I'm by myself and I'm just like, oh, this is, you know, let's go out and explore a little bit, right? And this was right around the time of Freddie Gray's murder. Mm. And, um, it was it was it was it was eye opening for me. I'll say that it was really really eye opening. So I guess you know going back to your question to answer your question, um, the understanding that I had from a thousand miles away or nine hundred some miles away from here, the understanding that I had was that this was a a really um, rough place. It was a really you know just like a, an underdeveloped area or one that had a lot of social injustice and a lot of unrest. And that's kind of what like my framework was of Baltimore before I moved here. Hmm. Yeah, okay. What are you, what are your thoughts about Baltimore now? My thoughts about Baltimore now, it's just, um, it, it, while it does have some really rough areas, it does. I, I really would like to see more involvement from, you know, state and local government to redevelop and to create more job opportunities and more business opportunities for the residents. That that would be something that I would love to see. But I guess my overall thoughts is, or my overall thoughts of Baltimore, definitely rich in culture, rich in history, and there's a lot of wonderful wonderful things here and wonderful people that I've met since I've been here. Just wish that, I just wish that there would be more concentration on how to create, I I guess to bridge the divide, what I've seen so far when I go to Baltimore. There is is definitely a line of demarcation Okay, the haves and the have-nots, if if that's what you want to call it, and I would love to see that divide bridged a little bit more, even if it's just a small amount every day. We just work towards something, you know, building something Mm -hmm. great because I think that there there is so much promise in the city. Okay, well, that to me, the divide is being conquered, just not how you stated it should be. It's it's not like they're um, they're trying to level the playing field or even things out. It's just with gentrification, mm-hmm. they're and Dre, you know this as well as anybody. They're yes. just moving into certain neighborhoods before they build them up. Yeah. Absolutely, because yes. cer- in certain places we see some people just walking their dogs. We looking like right a block should, over is you should you should be out yeah you shouldn't be out here. Yes, they, yes. They just, they just got their flip flops on in the winter. Mm-hmm. Not a yeah. care in the world. So. Yeah, um, you know, we've we've seen this firsthand and I I've I've encountered this because from for most of my life I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. And I decided when my kids were younger, I wanted to get them out of the city into the county. Hmm. And this is this is when we first started at that company. Right. And um we moved out Rolling Road because my, my great aunt lived out there and it was so nice, it was quiet. When we used to visit her, it was just the best. But at that time, that's when Johns Hopkins had decided, hey, we're going to do some reshuffling. Mm-hmm. We need to have our employees a little bit closer to work because when there's inclement weather, 
they have trouble getting to work. So we need to find a way to keep them closer when we need them, when we have them on call. So what, what Johns Hopkins did was they said, hey, we're going to buy all the projects surrounding Johns Hopkins and went to all the residents and said, hey, listen, I know your dream, because Donna, everybody's dream growing up in the city was move out to the county. Facts. They said, we're going to help you move out to the county and we're going to give you some money. And they're like, what? This is crazy. So coinciding with that time, that's when they started migrating out there. Because if you remember, Dre, Owens Mills, Randallstown Mm -hmm. used to be pristine. Absolutely. And fluent neighborhoods. Yeah. Then for sure, all the city people started coming out to the county. And by proxy, all of their friends that used to visit them would come out to the county as well. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything changed. So now they're trying to reverse it, so to speak, and push all of us out in the county and have everybody in the city. That's why they're building the city up. It's a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. It's all of these things. Yes, listen, Owens Mills, Rice's Town, yeah, all of the, all of them places. I mean, to, even to my surprise, a few years back, Howard County. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I, I'm like they take Section Eight of Howard County. Yes. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. like, this, I was like, this, that's where I'm going to go if I'm trying to get away from these people. Exactly. Exactly. But come yeah. to find out, they already there. Yeah. Yeah. But did yeah. you know, but did you know that um the founder of Howard County actually he built that area for diversity and, and inclusion? I did not know that. Yes. No. Wow. The founder mm. of Howard County, he made that, he made that city. To be for everybody, but it mm. just so happened the way that it turned out was, you know, you know who went down there and tried to mm-hmm. monopolize the area in the beginning, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was it was supposed that he made surprisingly he made that area for everyone, and I guess that uh, it, it's it's come true mm-hmm. because now everybody's there. You you know it's it's funny I'm unsure <laughs> of what I'm unsure of what really happened because growing up. Girlfriends. <laughs> I'm unsure of what really happened because growing up, I mean, yes, I lived in the city too, you know, east side. It wasn't really all that bad. I mean, as a kid, you right. know, we had the rec centers, we, we had things in the community to actually do, right? You know, I don't know what happened. Remember, uh, Gay Street, Old Town Mall, Gay Street? Mm-hmm. I drove by there maybe maybe a week ago, and it broke my heart because I remember as a kid going down there and going school shopping. Or I right. remember, you know, as a family, we going down to the Inner Harbor, and it was really, right. really a nice place right. at one time. A lot of shops. What was the uh, the mall across from um, the Inner Harbor? The gallery? The gallery. The gallery was real nice. You know, we, we had places. I, I just... Do not know what happened, you know. Oh, I lived in the mall in Florida, back home. I lived in the malls. You know what? Side mall Millennia. There's the Florida Mall. If you've been to Orlando, um, I love that. If you've ever been, if you've ever been to Orlando, let me know in the chat if you if you've been. Um, not just to Disney World, because. But yeah, I I absolutely love Orlando. 
Really? I do. I do. I've been there several times. I am a big kid, though, so. You okay, know, then, then you would really like it because of all of the tourist attractions. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because people ask, you know, you're from, you know, that's home, born and raised. And, like, how many times have you gone to the attractions? And I'm like, maybe one. Wow. Hmm. Maybe. Melissa. Yeah. Mm. yeah, the Florida Mall. That's right. That That's that's right. Yep. Listen. I was that was my spot when I was a teenager, not too long ago, you know, just a couple of years ago. Let me listen. Let me tell you how how bad it was for me. My highlight going to the Inner Harbor <clears throat> was, and I told you this before, Dre, mm. and they had a store where they used to cut a lemon in half and put a peppermint stick inside of it. <laughs> that was the what? highlight. I'm sorry, I put a what? Peppermint stick. It was a peppermint oh. stick they put oh. inside the lemon and it would melt inside the lemon and you would just suck the juice out and all and that was the highlight of me going to the harbor mm. crazy enough like you know i didn't have many expectations you know i didn't want for much but yeah um actually we used to paddle boat in mm. the harbor my mother would take me paddle boating and we would ride the little the little furry around a little bit but i mean it's it's not the same as it was and to brandon i think brandon was asking was baltimore really like the wire um to an extent yes to an extent, mm. yes, it is, especially on the east side. If you go to East Baltimore, it's definitely the wire. Still to this day, East Baltimore is the wire, a hundred percent, unequivocally. Well, I mean, yeah. make no mistake about it. Orlando, ha I mean, and I think it's true for every, no matter where you are, where, where you're from, where where you live. Every place, every city, every town has its, you know troubled areas or the rough areas of course that you you can't escape it um so it's just one of those things that i just wish that the the local elected officials would actually address their time and attention right right there <laughs> oh this is listen this is dre's favorite spot they told you to avoid westport oh yes. yeah i'm <laughs> there every day all day believe it or not what is westport is pretty much Charlie Hill. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's I, I, I know I it's not. Wanna, I, yeah, I and I'm around East there, so I'm gonna tread light on that question. <laughs> yeah, Danny, I know it's not. There. I know it's not just East Danny. I just don't like these. Uh, I can't stand them businesses stay open late. Hey, hey, shout out to Danny because I'm from the East. I was trying to ignore Hendo with that. <laughs> So shout out, love. Yeah, Danity, are you from East Baltimore too? I just got one important question. Where have you lived at most of your adult life, or oh, most man. of your life, out west? Yes, uh, hmm. my adult hmm. life out hmm. west. Yeah, you spent some. Yeah, you spent some. Yeah, yeah. I, I stayed. I, what? Yeah. So I was about eighteen over east. Yeah, adult life. Yeah, True. you know, because yeah. you liked it over west better, right? We introduced the east side to chicken boxes and half and halves. Them east side people didn't know what a half and half was. No, we was eating yakni. <laughs> Y'all was eating, no, nah, bro. We, we were. We definitely was. Every Friday I was getting so, yakni. All right. So listen. So if you, like I said, I give the east side as much credit in the world for their businesses staying open late. Because my, my brother and I, we would sometimes be just sitting in the house chilling. He'll call me at three o'clock in the morning. And we, we would go to Baskin-Robbins and just sit in the park lot and eat ice cream. East side don't really close too much at night. West side, 10 o'clock, 
everything shut down. You can't find anything open pretty much. But the difference, and this is this is how you can test Chinese food in, in Baltimore, East versus West. The best Chinese food places don't open until after 4.30. That's how you can tell a good a Chinese restaurant. They don't open until after 4.30. If they open from 8 or 10 o'clock till whenever, Chinese food's garbage. And that's pretty much what, what, what the East Side got. They got the early morning Chinese spots. Where I was going to say, too, the food is really good here. The food, the, the you know, just the, the difference, the variations of cuisine is, is really, right. it's really nice. Yes, Pimlico Chinese carryout, Davon. Used to get that yak, I mean, with that extra egg, extra ketchup. But I want to tell you, I do want to tell you all now. Stop getting meat from Chinese restaurants. Please. I beg you. Because I'm going to tell you, I used to work for Baltimore Gas and Electric. And I used to read the meters all throughout the city. So they used to have me read the meter downtown and some other spots. And all most of the meters for the businesses were inside the basement. And it was this one particular spot that I would go to. Every month I would go in that basement. They would have dogs tied up with shoestrings. Mm-mm. And every month it was a different dog in that basement. And after that day, I stopped getting Chinese food with meat in it. I'm, I'm unsure I heard you. Did you say shoestrings? I, that's, no, what I heard. That's, shoe that's what I heard. Bruh, I don't bruh. know if that's what he said and that's what he meant, but that's what I heard. Tennis shoestrings. They mm. had the dogs tied up with tennis shoestrings. Oh, wow. Okay. And every month it was a different one. Wow. Hmm. Danity, I would, we just, we clarified it's not just the ease. It's bad all over. I appreciate you, Danity. Get at him. Get at him. Get at him. <laughs> Get dumb. at him. Okay. So so okay. This one. This is gonna lead me to another story, real quick. I don't hate dogs, and. I was Dre, gonna say my dog is and Dre, Dre, I'm sorry, Dugs. Dre knows this. Right. So for me, and, and it all it, a lot of stuff so a lot of stuff happened when I worked at BGE. So two things happened for me at BGE. One was my OCD started. Um, I was working downtown, I was working on Orleans Street, reading meters. I promise you, I'm walking down Orleans Street one day, just reading my meters. I'm walking by, I look down on the ground. $50 bill. Look around. $20 bill. Look around. $100 bill. I got like $450 on the ground. Then I go down the street around the corner and I went in this alley and then it was a $20 bill laying in the alley. So what happened was I picked it up and I looked at it and then I said, oh man, this $20 bill is so dirty. And the crazy part is if I take this to the store and get something to eat, them dudes are going to pick this money up, not wash their hands and make somebody else a sandwich. And that started my OCD from that point on. But secondly, and more, more important, working and going to people's houses and stuff, I would go, especially down in Brooklyn, mm. I would go down there, have to go in the yards to read the meters. And what happened is when I go to, went to go to read the meters, I had most of the meters were on the side of the houses. And I would always go in the yard and it was always dog feces in the yard. And one day, it was this one yard when I tell you, it was not a spot that I could walk in where I could go 
read their meter and it triggered me. So even with my job today, I'll go to somebody's house and I'll give them A1 customer service. But I promise you, if I step in that backyard and I see feces in that backyard, they're getting a whole different me. Like my attitude flips. I'm like, yo, you know I was coming to your house. You knew I might have to work out in the backyard and you left this here and my attitude just changed. So I don't hate dogs. I hate dog feces. That's why I don't have a dog myself. I like walking in my grass and not having to worry about, the step, worry about stepping in anything. I like that my granddaughter can run around and may not fall in a face full of poop. And what's going on, LL? Thank you for stopping by, bro. Yeah, it was like GTA. I don't know if a drug dealer was running from the cops and all his stuff just started flying. I got paid that day, bro. But yeah, I don't hate dogs. I just hate dog feces. Wild stuff. I don't know. All right, I've been rambling. So, all right, let's get to <laughs> let's get to this next topic, and I'm sure that somebody would like some answers. I don't know what, what questions you have, Yolanda, but even though this technically is not a sports program that we're doing right now, we can talk a little a little Eric Bieniemy, and I'm gonna make this real quick, Dre. Um, so, what happened is Eric Bieniemy was recently hired. Well, today I believe he was officially named assistant head coach and offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins. I know it's commanders, but I'm going to call them Redskins because that's who they are. Um, with this title in this position now, he is able to distance himself from Andy Reid and his system, call his own plays, hire his own staff, be his own man so that they can find, <laughs> so that they can finally prove to the world that he is his own man. He's worthy of a head coaching job. Um, I like the move personally for him. I don't like the fact that he went to a DC team because, you know, anybody know how I feel about DC. Just not happy with him. So what was your, what was your question? My question was, what's going on here? Now that the enemy is over in, in the commanders, do we think that Lamar is going to consider because I just really, the every day that passes, right? Every Each day that goes on, it goes by. I really wonder if if the Ravens want Lamar. That's first. Do they even want him? Right. And if not, okay, he's going to, you know, he's. I don't think he's going to play on a, on a franchise tag. He could, but I just don't see it. See, see, Iron Addict, Lamar is going to D.C. That's what I was thinking. I was like. Oh, I think that's, I think he's asking a question. I don't see a question mark, but. Okay. Most most people don't punctuate in the chat. I didn't say most people did. I'm just saying I didn't see a question. So if you're asking questions, the Iron Attic, that's the same question I had. If you're making a statement, I happen to think that that statement is could be there could be some merit there. It is something. It is definitely something to watch. And because Lamar's from from Florida, is from my home, I got to go with where Lamar goes. So I've said it before, but it bears repeating. It was uh, not a question. It was a statement. Okay. All right. So I agree with you, C. Iron Addict. I think, too, that <laughs> I think that it could be a very big possibility that Lamar might consider, right? You know, he wants to go to a winning team, I'm sure. He wants to go somewhere that there's a winning culture. Um, so I, I, I would think that he would strongly consider working under the enemy. 
square. You ain't had to put statements in all caps. It was a joke. I do, I do what you meant by it. I just don't want it to be true because, listen, I, I wish I, I would like for Lamar to stay in Baltimore and for them to put the weapons around him and build like they should have, like they did for Jalen Hurts. But yeah. if they're not prepared to do right by him, I want him to go be successful somewhere else. I just don't want that success to be in D.C. or San Francisco. I'll take the 49ers. Where's my girl, Sharon? Where are you, Sharon? I hope you're I here. Can't. If you're not, if you're going to, if you're on part of the replay and you're watching it on the replay, that's fine too. Leave a comment. Let us know. San Francisco, that's one of my uh, other teams. I like them. And I could, I could totally <clears throat> see Lamar thriving in San Francisco under what's his name? LaFleur. What? San Francisco, Mike Shanahan? Shanahan, LaFleur. I get them all mixed up sometimes. But yeah, Shanahan. No, listen, listen. I I will follow Lamar everywhere except for DC. I I can't do it. It's just certain things in life I cannot do. I'll drop by your channel every now and again and let you know how he's doing because I'll be right there with them. You don't even Hmm. know what my channel's gonna be. It doesn't matter. I didn't say what your channel was going to be. I just said I was gonna drop by. Why are you always yelling at me? I'm not yelling. yelling. Isn't she yelling, Dre? Dre, was I yelling? She got kind of loud. She she wasn't yelling. Thank you, <laughs> Thank no you, problem. <laughs> so as I was saying, I'll drop by your channel and let you know how Lamar uh, and I are doing over yeah. at the uh, Washington Commanders. Right. Hey, Yolanda, and don't forget to drop by my man's newly single channel, Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway. I definitely will. I definitely will. learned something. Right, because from this day forth, he is a solo Podcaster, hey, don't do that. Bro. That's not don't, good. That's mm-hmm. not good. That's don't not nice that. at all. We mm-hmm. right. don't do right. that. I, re- I can oh, recall. Yeah. I can recall earlier some days earlier today. Somebody telling me I wasn't nice. So, is there merit? Yeah, is there truth there? I'm gonna make it true. Mm, okay. I'm extremely nice, but I'm extremely petty. Has that you have to have a healthy balance, nice and petty. Like it's got to be a balance. Am I? Am I not correct? No, you can leave the petty, but that's fine. Oh, see, I'm an addict. You a PSO holder? Yeah. I mean, listen, if, if Lamar leaves, ticket sales, merchandising, everything is going to go down. And I think that's one thing that they're not really paying attention to. Like, they don't want to give this man this money off of principle because they can afford it. They can afford to give him a fully guaranteed contract, even if it's for $300 million. But they fail to realize how many jerseys he sells, how many seats he fills, how many times are the Ravens put on primetime football because of Lamar Jackson? Lamar and I will be, you know, flourishing, thriving in our new, our new environment, our new culture, one that will embrace us. Yeah. Lamar and I are a package deal. So one that will embrace us, one that will actually, you know, support us, give us what we need to be successful all the things that the Ravens sadly have not done. But Thanks. we're not going to make this a whole Ravens rant, so I won't. Thanks. See, my daughter knows I will never oh. leave the petty. I I, well, you know, you know, Jasmine, I, I, I never give up hope. I never give up hope. I, I'm one that I am an optimist through and through, and I'm never going to say that, you know, I'm not going to say never. So there, there's some hope still there that he might relinquish a little bit of the petty. I I agree with you, Tanja. Tanja, the minute Lamar leaves, 
there's going to be a mass exodus. Absolutely will be. That's right. Because so many people support him. So many people care about him because he has brought nothing but positivity to this city. Yes. He made Baltimore Ravens relevant again. He did. I mean, and that's just from an outsider. That's from someone who did not grow up in anywhere near here, did not grow up or, you know, loving the Baltimore Ravens. I became a Baltimore Ravens fan when I moved here. And even when I moved here, it's still kind of, I think it was Flacco the first year or two. And it was just kind of like, oh, this is what's on television on Sunday. Oh. So I'll watch the Ravens. But then when I saw Lamar take center stage and do everything that he does in such a wonderful, remarkable, spectacular fashion, it was just like, how could you not want to continue to watch the sport? Now it's just like, oh, okay. Well, I heard, you know, rumors of... Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm a Garoppolo fan. I like Jimmy. I like Jimmy G. I really do. I think he's I think he's a, you know, a great person from what I've seen. But I've heard rumors of like, oh, we can bring Jimmy G here or Baker Mayfield. Excuse me, man. What does him being a good person have to do with anything? Deshaun Watson, Exhibit A. I move on. So it matters. Wait, 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 wait. And listen, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not here to say whether De whether Deshaun did or did not do anything. Oh, I'm Has, not either. I'm just saying. But my question is, but my question is, uh, is there any proof? I'm not here to say whether he committed. Oh, but we're going to we debate. We're going to debate. We're going to debate about somebody wait. crossing the threshold I'll with wait. some candy. I'll now, wait. now we got. Now we ain't got nothing to say. Okay. Yo, I have. I always have something to say. Let, let's. Okay. Let's be clear. Right. <laughs> I, I'm always got something to say. Thanks. Wait. Wait a minute. What I'm saying about it is whether or not it's true is one point, and that's up for the judge, the jury, and whoever else is in that settlement mediation or arbitration. Let them decide. What I'm saying is I believe in someone's character mm -hmm. and you flee from the very appearance, right, of evil. You flee from something that even carries an appearance that there could be something incorrect or, or improper. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about whether he did or he did not. That's, yeah. not, my, that's not my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yelling. It's okay. Hey, all right, so. But Lamar never brought any of that to Baltimore. All right. So shout out to Anonymous. Thank you very much. $10 donation. It says, love the new show. Almost almost as much as I love Lamar to Carolina. <laughs> okay, Anonymous. We're going to keep dreaming with that one. <laughs> but, I mean, if he goes to Carolina, I'm a Carolina fan, baby. That's my second team. So, yeah. I mean, man. I wouldn't mind him in Carolina as long. I don't mind. I don't mind Lamar going anywhere as long as they're going to take care of him. This is that's, true. that's, that's what matters to me. As long as they're going to take care of him, recognize what he's bringing and what, and you know, who he is and the value that he carries and they surround him with what he needs to be successful. And to me, it doesn't really matter where he goes. I think I've said it before. Like I don't really want him to go to Washington, but now that the enemy's there, I wouldn't mind. I don't like the colors. They're the Florida State colors, so I don't really like that. Yeah, uh, B, we knew that was you. I mean, everybody, everybody, everyone knew. Everyone knew but, I, but, I, but I appreciate you, Brody. Yeah. <laughs> you found it. Yeah, listen, I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. Um, him going to San Francisco, I think, would be the best situation for him, as far as coaching staff, talent around him, him and and Christian McCaffrey would wreck the league. Like I said before, 
if Lamar goes to San Francisco, they will be the first team in NFL history to win three straight Super Bowls. Who can stop them? Who can stop them? Yeah, we can't have Lamar in Carolina. All right, so is there anything else that you guys on the panel would like to talk about? Is there anything that you guys in the chat would like to speak upon? Because if not, we've been here for almost an hour, and we're going to skedaddle if y'all don't have anything you want us to talk about. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I think Not I thought of something. I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Galloway. Yes, sir. Let the people know what you have going on and where they can find you. All right. They can find me on IG, TikTok, Twitter, SoundCloud. Mr. Galloway, M-I-S-T-E, double R, Galloway. On all platforms, you got Baltimore to ATL. Please check it out. Got the video, Midnight Drive on YouTube. Actually, that's on all platforms too. So check me out. Also, Electric Relaxation with my man above. And no more. Check us out. And no more. And speaking of Electric relaxation with Mr. Gallery. Um, first of the month, we will be debuting the top 30 greatest MCs of all time. Thank you all who participated. For those that did not, do not get mad at what's about to come. It is your fault and your fault only that this list turned out the way that it did. So don't yell at me. Don't yell at him. Blame yourself. Absolutely, because the first episode has me beside myself. He was, <laughs> I am uh, beside myself. So stay tuned. Facts. But I'm mad at y'all. I'm low key mad. Low key. See how the addict says, do you really think the Ravens considered Eric the enemy for, mm -hmm. for offensive coordinator? They did not, because once again, John Harbaugh and his beta sidekicks. He doesn't want anybody that could threaten his job. And if Eric the enemy comes in here and he if RBM comes in here and thrives as the offensive coordinator and unlocks something in Lamar Jackson that wasn't there, yeah, John Harbaugh might have to step aside. <laughs> listen, I was like, listen, listen, at least at least you're not as bad as Ferris. We were up at three o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Ferris was on number 15 of his list. He hit me up Thursday night and said Friday night and said, Hey, Thursday night and said, Hey, I'm on number 18. Is it too late to turn my listen? I'm like, so in three days, in three, four days, you got three people on your list. Oh hmm. man, Ferris. Say it ain't so, bro. Say it ain't so. I just shake my head at first. Like, oh man. He disappointed me so so much. That's a good question. Um, C Iron Addict. Which one? At the bottom, does PQ stay? Okay. Well, why don't you, while I take care of something, why don't you answer that, ma'am? No, I don't. I don't think he stays. I think we get draft picks for him. That's what I think. Because he deleted his um his everything Ravens from his Instagram account. Yeah, I don't think the Ravens want to pay him. 
So I think. I mean, they never wanted to pay. Why would they want to pay him? Like you literally just started playing well this year. And it's not even a given that it's going to be consistent play. Then I'm sure you're going to want outstanding linebacker money because you have people pumping him up saying that he's better than he really is. Now we have Rokon and they overpaid for him as much as I like Rokon. And I think that he fits the identity of this team and he makes this team so much better, especially as far as the hitting goes on defense, a hundred million dollars for off ball linebacker. You make, you make him the highest paid person at his position, but you balk at making Lamar the highest paid quarterback, even though we know it's pretty much next man up next man up sets the market. It's been that way for a minute. It was that way with Flacco. It's going to be that way after Lamar. So you pay for this one linebacker, but you make, hey, you pay for this one linebacker, but your franchise quarterback, you're not going to give him what he needs. And you're honestly going to go on and say, I'll make him the second or third highest paid quarterback in the league. That just doesn't make sense to me. No, I agree. I agree. But. To answer your question, I, I don't think he's going to stay. I'd be surprised if he did. Yeah. Yep. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, do you have anything to say before we part, Miss Yolanda B? No, thank you so much for having me. This is great. Um, I think uh, is is hanging with Hendo now going to be the standard moving forward on Saturday nights? Je parle français, mais je ne serai pas française. Non. <laughs> okay. Um, it, yeah. So I think my question was, is hanging with Hendo going to be a thing on Friday? I'm sorry, Saturday nights moving forward. Um, because I see people in the chat saying that they would like an invite um, to be on the show. So excuse me for one second. Um, we got an, we got another donation from More in Peace, brother Eric L. Appreciate you, bro. You always support the show. Thank you for the twenty five dollar donation. It says for most excellent show, young people. Appreciate you. You know we trying to put out something good. We trying to put out something. You know we trying to do something to uh, fill that void on a Saturday night. I hope we've done that. I hope we've entertained you all this evening. Brandon says we heard Hendo got the smallest farm in the game. Whoa, whoa, Shorty. Whoa. I know you, I know you're not talking about my farm, bro. My farm is up there. I got all the bells and whistles. All of them. Tanja's waiting for an answer. I'm sorry, Tanja. I did I gotta find a comment. I was doing six things at once. Um you said T Martin deleted his stuff too. Ooh. I didn't hear that, C Iron Addict. I didn't know that Martin deleted his uh, Ravens affiliations on social media. <laughs> Ledger Queen. <laughs> listen, legend. listen shout, out, <laughs> shout out to my man, Living Legend. Like I said before, make sure you check my man out with his new album out. Definitely fire. You know, I sent it to my man, Dre. Hey, hopefully, possibly get him on the channel. Oh, talk, yeah. a little, talk a little hip hop with him if you're down for that LL. Like, you know what I mean? Let's put it together. Hey, 
sounds maybe, great. You know what I mean? Collaboration. Maybe, maybe some intro music for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where's Taj's comment? She was asking, she was basically um, asking if you're going to be doing the Hanging with Hendo on Saturday nights moving forward. Um, appreciate you, Tanja. All right. So, like I said, this was a tester just to see how it went. It went a little bit better than I expected because I, you know, I figured anybody was going to be busy on Saturday night. Nobody's going to be paying me no mind, you know, nobody. Uh, but y'all showed up. Y'all showed out. I appreciate that. Um, so I'll put it to you like this. As long as my co-hosts are going to join me every Saturday. Yes. And that goes for Suge as well. And that goes for you, Mr. J, who ignored me intentionally. I was, you weren't playing Fortnite. You weren't on Fortnite. You saw that message come through. You know you were supposed to be here. I think Raven C said that he would like, you know, an invite to, to be on the oh, show too. Listen, Raven C, you want to be on it? That's what's up. As long as you're not bluffing me, HR bluffing stuff, we cool. Like if you want to, that's fine. Like hey, as long as, as listen, as long as people want to come on here and be entertaining, that's fine. Like I said, it's just something to do for Saturday, for that Saturday night lull when nothing's on. Mm -hmm. um, if we all can get together and kind of formulate a plan as to what we're going to do going forward and how we're going to do this. Oh, okay, that's a done deal then. It's a done you know, deal. Raven C said he's been um he's been waiting for months. What you what you been waiting on, Raven C? For the invite. He was saying he's he, been waiting for the invite. What invite? We just decided to do the show today. Like it was it was like zero dark thirty when we decided, okay, it's gonna be a stream tonight. You know? You'll tune in. Well, I thank you, Tanja. You've all you've been a supporter since the beginning. I really do appreciate you. Oh, and also, once again, I'm, I'm I'm putting out an APB for Sebastian. Sebastian R. He signed up to the Patreon. I messaged him. I haven't heard anything from him. So I'm just trying to figure out who Sebastian R. is. If anybody knows? Anybody knows? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. So, yes, Old Man Gamers is back. We all... We all contributed to that, no doubt. And Brandon, if if anybody can tell you, if you start a channel, I'm down for whatever. Like, I have no problem. Oh, Brandon, helping. you're starting a channel? That's great. I have no problem with supporting, bro. Like, we all we all can eat in this YouTube game. Like, it's no selfishness around here. As you can see, we as a group and and the lunch break hot take community, we always together because it's like yo. We all can thrive in this game. No, let no Raven see. I haven't been talking about hanging with Hendo for months. Y'all been talking about it. Hey, if that's who it is, so be it. I appreciate them. And speaking of the Patreon, if you guys would like to sign up and become a patron. I would really appreciate it. We have four tiers. We have the South Baltimore tier, which is a dollar, which is general support. We have the $3 tier, which is East Baltimore. 
which is also pretty much general support, but it also gets you into our Discord. It gets you into the Pick'ems League. Now, you want to get into the Pick'ems League and you want to challenge me, let's go because I am the reigning champion. This is the ring for my Pick'ems Championship this year. Now, next year's ring is even better. So I'm, I have to win it next year because that ring is actually fire for next year. Now, next we have the $5 tier, which is the West Baltimore tier. That also gets you into the Pick'em League. It gets you into the Fantasy Football League. And this year we are starting a Dynasty League for anyone in that wants to participate. Sign up, come along. Also, we have a prize for that. And also, I won that as well. Surprise, surprise. And the and my prize for winning it? It's a belt with my face on it. And my logos. I did that. So, to the winner of next year, you get to place any picture of your choosing on the belt that you want, and your logos will actually go on the side. So if you think you can beat me, and that if this is a direct challenge to you, Agent E, because you had a lot of smack talk, you know, while the season was going on, sign up for the Patreon. Come on over. Also, we have a $10 tier, which is the West Baltimore County tier. You get all of that. You get to request videos. As you can see from time to time, I do live video requests as we are doing right here, right now. I might have to put a stop to that because it's getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. So Yolanda, Brody, I hope and pray y'all happy. Wow. Ouch. I can't pray that y'all are happy. Just calling us out like that. Wow. Davon, you should be nice. You, I should, thought, you should be nice. I thought Davon was, yeah, I man. I thought that was my man, son. I thought that was my man. Oh, listen. Once I meet up with Jose and get my LBHT pick'em plaque, I'm gonna add that to the collection. 2022 was a good year. <clears throat> I had to say that day was a good day. Yeah, mm. I me. Mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. It is what it is, bro. You know, it's light work. It's light work. I'm just playing. You know, I was sweating it out at the end for a lot of stuff. It was not easy. And you know what I mean? Some of it, some of it was a little bit of luck. Some of it. So, um, wow. This is supposed to be my man's. And my man's is always the one throwing me under the bus. He said I was out in the first round. So, okay, so in the, in the LBAC Dynasty League, I was the number one seed. I was 14-0, and 0, undefeated, <clears throat> spanking everybody in my way. In the first round of the playoffs, I lost. I was devastated until Brodney lost, and then I was happy again. But since Brodney wants to put out people's statistics going through, in what league did you win, Brodney? Any of them. Which what championship do you have in any league that we have? Oh, 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 you ain't got one? Oh, okay. Well, you know. All right. So um we're gonna get out of here. I thank you all for stopping by and rocking with us for uh hour and eleven minutes. That one 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 is very special. Very Go Guardians. Special. No, that's my birthday. One one one. I know. I was looking at someone in the chat. I'm number one across the board. It's like I'm just playing y'all. So once again, I thank you all for dropping by. Yolanda, I thank you for being a part of this. Dre, my man, you know, it's always a pleasure when we when we hook up and get and start talking on camera and doing some things, but we have better conversations all. So one day I'm going to have to catch you off guard. Okay. Say less. 
Mr. J, why we being petty to, to, towards the end? Because I sent you a message and you didn't respond. I didn't, you didn't respond. I can't wait till 2023 because I'm winning everything in 2023. They're going to call me back to back after this is over. But y'all, I appreciate it. I love y'all. I just thank you for supporting me and helping me get to where I am today. Make sure mm -hmm. that you like the video if you have not already please subscribe share it with your friends go over to electric relaxation with mr galloway check me and my man out as we talk hip-hop old school hip-hop none of that new stuff because it ain't hip-hop um make sure you subscribe to his channel congratulations to my brother he hit 100 subs oh wonderful drake congratulations thank yeah, you man. thank you thank you a hundred to a thousand that's yeah. what we're trying to do. And speaking of, you know, what I mean, I'm at like 14 something. I'm trying to get the 15. Try to get the 1500. So if y'all can help me do that, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And Raven C, I holler at you. So, like I said, some way, somehow, we'll get this group fine-tuned to where we want and maybe get this going forward. So appreciate y'all for dropping by. Everybody, until next week. Until maybe. tomorrow. For for you until tomorrow. Really? Do I really have to stream tomorrow? Let's uh, ask people. Ask the people in the chat. We just talked about all right. The enemy. It's nothing really else to talk about. We talked about Lamar. We didn't talk about the guard. Well, I won't be on the stream, but we can talk about Says the guard. Oh, never mind. No, we don't. We don't. Says all right. Me. All right. I see. I see. I see a couple. I'll say I got stream tomorrow. So yeah. tomorrow at seven or eight o'clock. I still got to figure out what, what seems to be a better time. But as far as next Saturday, I can't guarantee it. I got blessed today because Rodney, I don't have any giant babies running around here. But next week, I don't really know. Rodney, you can absolutely ask Kendo to allow you to be on his channel tomorrow and stream with him. How about that? Okay, so I see Yolanda just clicked the violence button, so we are out of here.